You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave and we are the Football Dudes. And Dave, are you ready, bro? Oh, yeah. You got that right, my friend. All right. <laughs> Mid-season four, week one. Our next stop is the trend zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about the Cowboys and Bucks kicking off the 2021 season. The running back woes continue in Baltimore. TJ Watt gets paid. And, of course, we'll preview some of the biggest games coming up in week one. But, Dave, before we get to all that, bro, tell me you got an extra large 2021 nugget for the people. All right, Casey. Man, since they went to the 16-game schedule, now obviously this is the 17-game now, but going back to that 16-game schedule, dude, teams that won their first game of the season more than twice as likely to make the playoffs than teams that lost that first game. In fact, 633 teams won, 333 of them went to the playoffs, and of the 632 teams that lost, just 151 went. So, man... That first week, you got to come out of the gates hot, man. Twice as more than twice as likely to make the playoffs. Wow, Dave. And last year, the 14 playoff teams, they went 11 and 3 opening weekend. Wow. And Casey, the eight division winners going a perfect 8 and 0. It's a good sign if you get that W week 1, man. Yeah, well, we know it's going to be different this year because the team winning the NFC East is the worst record in the nfl right now hold on dave i gotta get this thing going <laughs> start hey. the season off right bro yeah. on. getting a little hydrated there are we uh, okay. yeah all right pour one out for the homies and dave yeah. we got one down and 271 to go and if thursday night was any indication of what to expect this season we are in for complete awesomeness bro Totally, dude. What a opening game. Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks hosting Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys, Casey. And it was the Bucks sneaking out of there with the win 31 to 29. What a game, though. Wow. Yeah, dude, I was thinking everybody just watching this was having the time of their lives when I was dying a little bit every play, <laughs> man. It was excruciating. But a few things that we learned from this game. Dak was worth every penny. There was all this talk that he would come out slow, not having practiced at all. Wrong. He was awesome last night. Complete through 58 times, man. Is the shoulder okay? Ooh. Yeah, I think the shoulder's okay. He was so impressive. And that one interception came off a CD Lamb drop. Lamb actually had a couple of huge drops on the night. And Dave, the margin for error is so razor thin when you're playing the Super Bowl champs yep. that you can't make – that many mistakes and the Cowboys had a handful of them, which really cost them, including a missed field goal couple actually missed extra point. But that offensive line, I was very impressed with them. This is the same defensive front for the bucks that held the Kansas city chiefs to nine points. And the Cowboys were able to move up and down the field and the old line, no sacks for Dak, even without Zach Martin, the defense created four turnovers to keep the Cowboys in this thing. But Dave, one for four in the red zone, bro. This is a trend we saw last year that really yep. hurt the Cowboys. They're going to have to get that tightened up. But overall, very impressed with the effort I saw on Thursday. Yeah, got to score touchdowns in the end zone, especially when you're playing the upper echelon teams in the NFL. And you, like you said, the margin for a mistake, the difference between victory and defeat is so, so thin. 
And Dave, we saw it when Tom Brady had that Dexter look on his face before getting the ball with a minute 24. We all knew what time it was. And yep. maybe that was a push off on Chris Godwin getting that play to set it up. But you're not going to get that against the Tom Brady's. Casey, that was a, and I'll give you that. It may have been a push off and may or may not. But that's a that's a judgment call, man. And I can live with the crappy judgment call. But what really pisses me off, dude, is Levante David rips off his helmet, middle of the field, slams it onto the ground. OK, where where are the officials? What are they looking at? That's a penalty, folks. You can't rip your helmet off in the field of play. Should have been a first and goal for the Cowboys. That could have changed the outcome of the football game because they end up settling for three in that one, Casey. Yeah, it was total crap. And then Mike Pierre, uh, Pereira sucking the league off. It was disgusting. And same with Collinsworth, dude. I'm surprised he could talk. He was gulping so much Tampa Bay Buccaneer in between. It was awful. But you're right about that. It should have been first and goal for the boys, and it might have changed the outcome of the game. And, Dave, why not put a little more salt in the wound? Not only that missed call, Lyle Collins out for five games, suspended for PEDs. Oh, boy. And... Michael Gallup, who was playing pretty good last night, he sprained an ankle. He's going to be out three to five weeks. So a little bummer for the Cowboys. Luckily, got 10 days off preparing for your charges. Oh, no. Well, Casey, my takeaway from that thing is we know that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the Super Bowl champions, and they're obviously an amazing football team. They come out with all their starters back again. But what we really got was a good look at what this Cowboys team could be uh, if they can play some better defense than they did last year and and they stay healthy in that line and Dak stays healthy, they can really light it up on any defense in the league. It's going to be fun to watch the Cowboys and obviously the Buccaneers are primed and ready to repeat. Oh yeah, dude. Well, little bummer news worse than this Cowboys loss, dude. Baltimore, bro. They lose Marcus Peters and Gus Edwards to torn ACLs, dude. The Ravens already lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. They are getting uber thin at running back, Dave. What what well, Casey, is, uh, wait, but they are undefeated in the preseason. Am I correct? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. 19 know, whatever it is. Oh, kind of worth it, man. You got to win those games. Yeah, we know it's slim pickings right now, right yeah. after a fantasy draft. But, Dave, who are a couple people you would think about picking up to try to take up the slack there? Yeah, I mean, Tyson Wilson, uh, Tyson Williams is sort of the guy that's left over that's not hurt on that Ravens uh, running back group there. And then, of course, they brought in Le'Veon Bell. He's on the practice squad. I'm sure uh, once they get him uh, up and running, they'll get him in. Latavius Murray, they just signed the compliments of the Saints for cutting him there. Uh, what perfect timing uh, for them. And and Murray's a pretty solid uh, back, actually. He had a really nice season last year, uh, one of his better seasons. How about David Johnson, man? He's, uh, he's buried in a couple of running backs over there. There, uh, in Arizona, but um, they're still trying to make that trade look good for where they gave yeah. up Hopkins. Yeah. So let's see if they can get him on the field. And about Naeem, Naeem Hines uh, for for the Colts there, dude. You know, in, in spurts last year, he was very productive. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and he's he's available uh, in, in a lot of leagues out there. So, uh, you know, like you said, hey, it's slim pickings, you know. But if, if you're that person that had Gus and now Gus went down, uh, you know, or if you had Dobbins before that, um, that's what you're looking at. Yeah, dude. And that's why we like to draft so late in the preseason. So this stuff usually doesn't happen. Obviously, you know, yep. no one could have uh, predicted the gusting, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's brutal. But if you need help navigating through the, the seas of fantasy football, tune into the football dudes, astronomical fantasy show each and every week of the NFL season. We'll scour the waiver wire to help you score some of the most primo free agents, as well as give you our starts and sits to help you 
dominate your fantasy league. Yeah, dude, that's the football dude's astronomical fantasy show available on your on the YouTube channel, the football dudes, and at footballdudes.com. Okay. Hey, Dave, and a little better news, Taco Charlton. I mean, um, TJ Watt just signed a huge contract extension to say to stay in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Good news for the Stillers, man. I'm glad they got that taken care of. That was that was maybe going to get nasty. So I'm really excited to get his uh, him out on the field. He is so fun to watch. Yeah, dude, and it was so cool. You hear uh, that he told his agent to take a hike. They said, oh, we can get you more money. He's like, oh, 112 is good enough. He walked into Rooney's office, said, I'm signing that deal. And he's like, boss, I got to go. I got to get to practice, man. That's what you want out of the star player. And I think that's why all his homeboys gathered around and said, pay this dude. No doubt about it, dude. And when you're a Steeler and that's your fan base, sort of the working blue collar guy, they don't want to hear about some dude bickering over a, an extra million dollars between 112 and 115 million or whatever. That's not what they want to hear. They want to hear that their guy got into camp and is ready to go. Yeah, pretty impressive, man. And he yep. is a huge part of that Steelers defense. All right, Dave, we got an awesome slate of games on Sunday, and we're just going to blast through some of these. When you tune into the trend zone during the regular season, we get a little more in-depth and give you the tasty innards of these, but we're just going to blast through. Dave, yep. the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans, the Trevor Lawrence, uh, Urban Meyer era starting on Sunday, man, and it's Tyrod Taylor, at least for the week, as long as he stays away from those lung needles. <laughs> Jeez, okay, man. How about it's the uh, Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team, dude. That Washington front is vicious, and the Chargers coming off a season with the worst offensive line in football, but they've got the hotshot kid quarterback, and they've got a brand new head coach, Brandon Staley. They are excited to unleash what they've got going over there. Yeah, I think Justin Herbert is actually older than Brandon Staley, but who knows? <laughs> like, well, man. And then we got the Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz a few weeks ago looked like he was going to miss maybe five to 12 weeks. He's starting on Sunday, man. Impressive. Nice. Yeah. And how about the Jets, dude, heading to Carolina to play the Panthers? Is it going to be Darnold's revenge or will the Jets be vindicated for kicking Darnold to the curb and bringing in Zach Wilson. This is going to be a fun one to watch, man. Yeah, Zach Wilson, even younger than Brandon Staley. <laughs> All right, Dave, we got the Mike Zimmer Bowl, the Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow should be good to go. We're going to see if that leg is better and see if Jamar Chase can hold on to that NFL football. It's a little harder than the college ball. Yeah. <laughs> How about the Cardinals uh, heading to Tennessee to play the Titans, Casey? We'll see if that Titans team can be better now that Julio Jones, oh. will that take the ball away from Derrick Henry? Or are they going to just still play smash mouth, stiff arm football? And at those Cardinals on the other side, it's time for uh, them, K Kingsbury, and yeah. uh, that whole air raid offense to take a big step forward and show that they're NFL ready. Man, and then we got the San Francisco 49ers headed to Detroit to take on the Lions. Hey, those Niners better watch your kneecaps with Dan Campbell out there. <laughs> Jimmy G starting for the Niners and going up against a, a foe that he knows pretty well, Jared Goff, in his first start for the Lions. And that's the up next, the Stillers going to Buffalo to play the Bills, dude. This has definitely got uh, – 
playoff foreshadowing written all over it. Obviously, T.J. Watt back in the house there for those Steelers. Can they run the ball with Najee Harris? And how about the Bills? Is this going to be the year they have an MVP quarterback in Josh Allen? The way he was playing last year, if he can pick it up right there. Woo, look out. Then we got a bird battle, dude. The Philadelphia Eagles heading down to the ATL to take on the Falcons. It's Hurd's job. He's QB1 there in Philly. But what I'm stoked about is to see the Kyle Pitts area take off in the ATL. Yeah, I am too, man. That's exciting. Up next, it's the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a rematch of a playoff game that was a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be. The Browns really showing that they were ready to play with the big boys and almost took it to the Chiefs. But hey, these are the Chiefs, man. They just sit around and they take care of business when they need to. Uh, We'll see at home if the Chiefs can start off on the right foot. Then we got the Packers to play the Saints. This should have been in the Dome. Obviously, with the hurricane, this moved to an alternate site. And Jameis Winston gets his chance to lead these Saints. Boy, if he can keep those turnovers down, this could be an explosive offense. And how about the Broncos going to New York to play the Giants, Casey? It's Teddy B's team over there. And now let's see if he can really they're a run it and, and play defense squad. And he can just not make mistakes and they'll be in pretty good shape. How about the other side, though? Daniel Jones has got to show this is kind of that year for him that he needs to take that step forward. And will Saquon Barkley still be recovering or will he be full go? Man, and then we got a great AFC East battle. Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Dave, a couple of Bama quarterbacks going after it. The fighting two is going up against the Mac Joneses, baby. Woo! <laughs> All right. Now about the uh, Chicago Bears at the uh, Los Angeles Rams in SoFi Stadium. The first real game with fans in SoFi Stadium. This is going to be an awesome, awesome atmosphere in Rams house. And it's going to be how long can Andy Dalton hold off Justin Fields for the Bears? And what about Matthew Stafford? What kind of craziness are they going to unleash with Stafford's big arm and uh, McVay's crazy brain? And then, dude, Monday night football. The only bummer of the huge season, we're only getting one Monday night game. I've yeah. gotten accustomed to getting the doubleheader on the Monday double. night, but this one should be pretty sweet. The Baltimore Ravens at the Las Vegas Raiders, dude. How lathered up is Raider crowd going to be the first game in Vegas? Having to wait all weekend, having yeah. to wait till Monday night. Hopefully they don't pass out from too many drinks ahead <laughs> of time. But it is going to be a ruckus there. Who will run the rock for these Ravens? Dude, the Roomba is going to be rocking <laughs> in Vegas, baby. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Dave, that's going to do it for our week one preview. So many ways you can check out the football dudes. The trends on which you listen to right now available for subscription for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Tuner, Stitcher, Blueberry Podcasting, wherever the hell you get your podcasts. Yeah, Casey, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, folks. It's awesome. Like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FootballDudesLA. Or just go to FootballDudes.com. That is going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. For Dave, I'm Casey. Enjoy week one, people. We are out of here. Thank you.